Dirk, you really shouldn't be watching this. But I'm bored. Besides, I want to see what happens next. This isn't just some scry. You think I don't get that? No need to put on your lecture voice. Do you? Because you're treating this like the season finale of some soap opera. Not to be pediatric, but isn't it? Only I'd call it an action drama or a dramaction. Not some bath time musical. It's pedantic. And you know what I mean. However this shakes out, either your brother, your biological parent, or both will die. And there's no guarantee that Aethel Toa won't fall to the dark wood anyway. This can't be good for someone in your... condition. Dirk? Look, I know she, it, is my mommy dad. Okay? I know there's no version of this where I get a family. And I don't even think I'd want one if I could. But... Can't I just sit here and pretend it's all going to work out for, like, a minute? Can't I just be the audience instead of the butt of the joke? Of course. Think the crown's going to bring Hal back into the fold? Not without some sort of a redemption arc. All I know is they've been swapping kill me eyes since they crashed into Hal's war home. They'll have to do a hell of a lot of make ups to undo the doo-doo that he did. Or maybe this angel fight is just the entree before the appetizer de resistance of finishing off Hal. I don't know. They've always been softies. Sins aside, I don't think they'd turn their back on a friend after all this. Or maybe he's too far gone to save. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. The halberd of Halifon Orison Sr. clatters to the floor. The initiative begins with Gaspar. In this form, I'm very limited. I can't even pick up my crossbow, a dagger. So I need to find a body. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to move around, cunning action dash if I have to, and make a perception check. Investigation, perhaps? Either one will work fine. Thank you. I'm going to investigate. Is that a natural one? It's a natural one. It's a natural one. Aww. Some some say reliable talent would counter this, but yeah, why not? Oh, there we go. Would, would it would it not for some reason? Some people don't like that it stops a natural one. Maybe for attacks, but skill yeah, challenges you can't actually fumble. There's no right. such thing as yeah, fumbling or or, yeah. or criticaling on a skill challenge. Well, that is a natural one, but I'm an eleventh level rogue now, and I am trained in investigation. Therefore, that is a fourteen. Total? Total. That's okay. a 10 plus 4. And bardic inspiration. Fuck. Is it a 1? Oh, it's a 1. Then you, you get to re-roll it. You re-roll 1, dog. Oh. Because of the laurel. Butt junk. Thanks, Yanny. Because of the liar. Because of the liar. You lied to me. <laughs> What'd you get? All right. That's a 16 That's now. the target number, baby. Woo! Woo! I was like sitting there. I'm like, come on, you can't. Get, can nobody get a 16 in this game? What did I win? As you look into the piles of corpses, you see one that is viable. You would guess that its rot places it somewhere in the two to three year range, almost. But it seems unnaturally preserved. It's the only one available, and it is leaned up against the roots and the altar. Then that is where I head. You're going to about to be an altar boy. Altar man. <laughs> My old friend, Deadmond. 
Alter beast. <laughs> Rise from your grave. <laughs> Thank you, Dana. Thank you. I love that game. Well, uh, with my incorporeal movement, I think I can get there. Yep. That does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Adding to the fact that she genuinely doesn't realize that you're still alive until just now when your spirit begins to move instead of lying still. <laughs> She's like, ah, yeah, well, his, soul, his soul's probably going to take some time to dissipate. Oh, nope, he's still going. (laughs) (laughs) As you make your move, you find the body. You can still see a remnant of a soul inside, almost like the tattered scrap of it. But that should pose no obstacle to you. No. As you nestle your way into this body, you feel a familiar sensation, very similar to when you were lost in the darkwood those long, long years. Ah, a decayed revenant. But there is a strength here you did not anticipate. The body of Hahona has 18 strength, 14 dexterity, 12 constitution. You said 18 strength? 18 strength. And I shall use it well. Beautiful. That is all my actions. Excellent. That brings us to Yavos. So, for my turn, I'm going to target the skeptic's knife, which is within 60 feet of me with a catapult. And using arcane alchemy, I am going to make the DC to avoid it higher. Mm, Okay, nice, nice. So I'm going to cast the spell at fifth level, and I'm also on top of that going to sacrifice one of my third level slots to increase the DC. Excellent. I like that. So it's going to go flying at her, and she needs to make me a dexterity saving throw. And what is the difficulty? Uh, My spell DC, with the bonus from the alchemy, is 18. Hell yeah. What's the, you said it's a dex save? Dex save. (sighs) Thank God. That is one of her weakest saves. Six and eight plus three. She does not succeed. <laughs> and I'm just aiming it to be as point forward as possible since it is a dagger. Either way, it's going to clock her in the face. And casting it at fifth level makes it deal 78 damage. Ugh. Shisha. Right in the mommy zone, which for her is the whole body. It's just the whole thing. <laughs> There's no no mom. No. It's all <laughs> mom. She's the all mom. <laughs> no no mom. <laughs> 35 damage from the catapult. Sweet mother of God. And since the source of it is soul wound, she does not reduce that damage. And ideally, it's just now sticking out of her. With 35 damage from a soul wound dagger, the extreme force with which you catapult this particular weapon manages to pierce not only past the plate, but through the chain and directly embed itself into her side. Mm. She lets out a shriek. Good news, there's more. For my bonus action, Daddy takes a swing. (laughs) He's still here. He ain't forgot. Come on, Daddy. That's a 19. Excellent. That'll hit. Wonderful. I'm glad I blew all my big spell slots early. (laughs) Only got a couple left. Dad did not roll better than me, but 14 plus 4 is 18 force damage. She's getting hit from all sides, and she's definitely not happy about it. She's still trucking on rather well and does look worse for wear, but not much more than you would imagine. Don't smite my daughter, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to Nelly. Gold dragon, gold dragon, gold dragon, gold dragon. Wusha is the name of our newest enrolled. He may not have been a dragon, but he has a heart of gold. A salt-worn sailor who has heaved and rolled. He's bold, he's cold, he smells of mold. But in battle, this Goliath is a wonder to behold. <laughs> Incredible. Amazing. When you were saying gold dragon, I was like, oh, Wusha's going to be left out. Nope, I was wrong. (laughs) But now now the the syllable use is in battle, this Furbolg Mm. is something (laughs) to behold. It it was a different time. (laughs) (laughs) It was in her rap era. You did say unfinished (laughs) verses. Yeah. The music begins to grow thick in the air. Wusha gains bardic inspiration, and Nelly drops a mass healing word. Oh, God damn. I didn't teach her that one. Uh, And just to clarify to anybody out there who is uh, frustrated or confused by the fact that they are getting bardic inspiration despite being deafened. The reason for this is because it's called being a good DM. And when somebody comes to the table with that kind of fucking effort, you don't punish it. The fact is, it's just far more compelling to imagine that her fucking goddess voice cuts through the other bitch's silence. We're deaf to everything except heroism. (laughs) Exactly. Plus, Countersong is a classic bard mechanic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. Everybody in the party regains 15 regular hit points. But not Gaspar. (laughs) 
Now you said in the party and I yeah. noticed that Hal didn't write anything down. Yeah, I, this I, was a I, Dana I, call. Yeah. Is Hal included in the party for yes. this instance? Okay. Take, <laughs> take some hit points. Okay. I'll mark it down. I wasn't going to assume. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. Excellent. That moves us on to Hal. Well, first things first. Wings out, Hal is going to blaze his way across the ground and scoop Dad's halberd off the ground on my way to Mum. The moment you grab it, it feels at home in your hands. The weapon you hold is called patrimony, literally meaning to inherit from the father. This plus two halberd is of unique rarity, and it requires attunement. Instead of the normal 1d10, it deals 3d4 slashing or piercing damage, and it has four charges. You can recover one charge anytime you fell an opponent that you have challenged to a duel. That includes your channel divinity ability. It also includes compel duel or any other spell-like ability or even just circumstance that is literally a duel. Okay. You can also regain all four charges anytime you lose more than half your health in a single attack. For one charge, you can add 1d10 radiant damage to an attack, only once per attack. For two charges, when using Lay on of Hands to heal five or more HP, you can heal an additional 10 HP. For three charges, when using Paladin's Smite ability, you may change the damage type to any damage type. This cannot be used in conjunction with the radiant damage. For four charges, when using five or more points of Lay on of Hands, you can add the effect of the Greater Restoration spell or remove Curse. No components? Without components. Hey. Sick. That's pretty handy. Through the worn, supple leather haft, you can feel your father's love. And though the two of you never met, you know he is proud. You are already attuned. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> You bastard. Uh, <laughs> the, the most insidious DM attack of all. Yes. Emotion. Emotional damage. Welcome back, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> Scooping the halberd up off the ground, feeling that surge of my father's will in this weapon, I decide it wants to be used, and I want to use it. <laughs> I draw a straight line through the air towards my mother's head, staying about 10 feet off of the ground as I drive the weapon down and make two reckless attacks. I love it. Roll that beautiful bean footage. With different dice. (laughs) Whatever works. 17. That will not do it. Okay. Is the first strike? All right. This one is a 17 on the die. There we go. For a total of 26. (laughs) That definitely hits. That's what we like to see. Because this is the final turn, I'm likely to be alive. I'm going to go ahead and use a second level smite on this attack. Fair warning, she is resistant to radiant damage. That's good to know. Yes. You you know that. Yeah. I'm not stunned. Yeah, it's your shocker. Yeah. The angel still I'll still go ahead and juice it up a little. Fair enough. Yeah. I will burn my first charge on this weapon to deal an extra D10 radiant on top of everything else that I'm already dealing. Okay, so I know she resists slashing and radiant, so I'm just going to give you that together. Okay. 63. Woo! Halved to 31. All right, all right. That's that's better. <laughs> Plus an additional 11 necrotic if she doesn't resist that. She's immune to necrotic damage. So she doesn't take that. At the end of my turn, she and I and anyone else in 10 feet also take half my level rounded up in radiant damage. Excellent. So an additional five. And at the end of your turn, that moves us to Wuxia. At the beginning of your turn, you begin to recover your sense of hearing. I'd like you to go ahead and roll me again just to see if it comes back. Come on, baby. That's going to be an 18 total. That is exactly a success. Thank Congratulations. Christ. You are now immune to the effect. All right. Wish I was going to back up provoking an opportunity attack. Okay. She has disadvantage on the strike because I attacked her on my turn. Does a 19 hit you? No, it does not. Hey. As a reaction, she attacked someone who isn't me. I'd like to attack her. I like that. Go ahead. So my attack of opportunity is a 23 to hit. That'll do it. I'd like to put my other second level smite in. I forgot you could do that on a, on a reaction. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but I can't do all my other juice, so. That's fair. Yeah. Team 21, 777 on the D8s for the smite. It's 
Gotta mean something. Jesus. It is the heavenly number. Also, casino. Yes. <laughs> 28 on the dice plus 7 from strength and rage is 35 total damage. Subtracted? Or That's a combination of radiant and slashing, so she resists all of it. So a total of 17. If that's the end of your reaction, we continue with Wusha. I want to set up for a combo attack. Wusha is going to chuck his kickaxe to the side as he's moving back and pull his spear back up by the chain and hold it up above his head and start to call out to the sea. Time to enter the storm at sea, Avos! I hear you, Wusha. And that makes it Hamaliel's turn. Yay! Without the halberd in her hand, she has only a single form of attack. Soul Scourge. And as yet again, she has saved her legendary actions. She is going to be issuing five of them. Oh, barf. The first is at Wuxia, with disadvantage, I believe? Yeah. As she aims at Wuxia, the specter of Ophidian lashes out with his whip, wraps around her hand, and points it towards Hal. It was a one or a 17. Ooh, giving her disadvantage. She gets the one. Thanks, Ophidian. Ugh, I don't like saying that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Given the unique flavor of the thing that gave her disadvantage, I am going to give a unique response. He is going to deal his 2d4 whip damage. Oh, nice. Mm. Love it. That is five damage. Unresisted, because it's going to be force as if it were a spiritual weapon. Nice. Her next attack is also at Wusha. Hello. (gasps) Hohona throws himself in front, knocking her hand aside again. And Hal says, you fight me. (laughs) That is a three and a six. And the three only gets a plus 10, which is not going to do it. 13 does not hit my 20 AC. I'm, I'm zesty about this. Number three is also at Wusha. Interesting. That is an 18. Does not hit my 20 AC. Her last two attacks are at her son. 18 plus 10? Yeah. 13 plus 10? Yeah. She has advantage on both, technically. Oh, cool. Yeah. No 20s. Okay, good. <laughs> In all fairness, I've given you disadvantage to all the others, so you, you earned your advantage on the roll. The chance for a crit was important. Yeah. It's true. You take 18 for the first. Okay. And 19 for the second. All right. Health down. And on top of that, you take 2d8 soul wound damage. That is going to be 11 Soul wound damage on top of that. All right. That is enough to put Hal at 112 damage, which is five more than his usual max, not including the 21 off my max from the soul damage. So I'm very unconscious. You take one level of injury on top of that from being downed. Okay. And that moves us back to the top of the initiative. Gaspar, for some reason in this body, you can feel everything that his spectral ally does. And for a moment, you seem almost urged to do those things. That's weird. I steal the soul. (laughs) I control it. um, (laughs) Well, I'm guessing that there must be some strong urge to want to protect Hal or hurt Hamaliel because, boy, don't you know it, Gaspar is running full steam ahead, attempting to tackle Hamaliel. Not to grapple her, (laughs) but to grab the handle of that soul knife. The skeptic's dagger. Ooh, interesting. Hell yeah. I would like you to roll me an acrobatics check and a sleight of hand check in order to try and drag the dagger down from her chest, attempting to eviscerate her. Acrobatics is 22. Sleight of hand, 29. (laughs) I set the difficulty on that bad boy at 18, and you came through beautifully. You charge forward, jumping And grabbing the blade with your hands, you put all of your newfound muscle weight into the pull. It breaks through leather and what chain remains, cutting open her belly. And what is revealed is not flesh. Black sap pours over you as the true form of corrupted Hamaliel takes shape. Things are breaking bad for Hal the Halo Warathon. 
She wouldn't waste turn economy just to kill a son, would she? It wouldn't be the first time a Darkwood entity took the life of a fallow crown member. Jeez, this is getting intense. What do you think happens if Hamaliel destroys the crown? More than likely, nothing at first. How do you figure that? Sarge, whatever the Darkwood is, it's patient. It has largely been a passive force in the cosmos for some time. And while climactic battles may carry the weight of the season, in truth, they are only a small part of a much larger world. Are you suggesting the Darkwood isn't a threat? Absolutely not. What I am saying is that on the scale of gods and abstracts, these events are motes of dust in a sandstorm. An eternal struggle of good and evil, law and chaos playing out in the immeasurable micro and the infinite macro. I choose to believe that the balance of all things will win out in the end. I must believe that. I don't know, buddy. That sounds like coping. Perhaps it is. But one thing I know for certain is that the fate of the cosmos does not rest on the outcome of this battle. I also know that the Fallow Crown, powerful though they may be, are no legends and certainly no gods. If this Darkwood were so great a threat, greater beings than these would have taken action by now. Would they? Could they? I certainly hope so. We're about to witness a planar phenomenon, a keyhole between worlds that only marketing can penetrate. Join me as we glimpse into the adverse. Frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts. We all know how important it can be to own your own home to help improve your own life. But it's not as easy for all of us. You can have your down payment, you can have good credit, but sometimes there's an alignment check. And those of us with evil alignments are immediately disqualified. Just because we choose to live our life for evil, we don't deserve to have our own property. This ends today. Call us to find your own plot of land in a gated community with other like-minded individuals where evil is expected and only good alignments are turned away. You have a place with us at Sinister Plots. Home is where the heart is, even if it's full of hate. Hey, all you cuties. Come on in and warm your cockles by the mid-roll. Most of the cast just got back from our annual cast camping trip, and we had a blast by the river. We hope you enjoyed the photos we shared on the Discord. If you're not on the Discord yet, this is exactly the kind of thing you'll miss out on regularly. We're all in there chatting with the fans every single day. It's a wonderful community, and we wouldn't trade it for anything. You may also be missing out on a bunch of great Patreon rewards. Patreon support is how this show is possible, and it really means the world to us. So much so that we do our best to fill it up with notes from games in the form of stat blocks, magic items, maps, and more. Not to mention bonus content on the Discord and bonus episodes of LUQ. Our current legendary mid-roll teams are the Titans Rise, the Twilight Concord, the Ceaseless Horde, and this week's featured team, the Forgotten Legacy, with Chance and username Already Taco. If you're dying to ship something to the cast you'd like us to share on social media, the address is 2511 Southeast Pine Street, Portland, Oregon 97214. Follow our YouTube channel to see all the live streams Monday night with new episodes hosted by Dana and me and Zach's ongoing Pokemon Nuzlocke's midweek. Leave a review, tell a friend, and please, oh please, come say hi in the Discord. We'd love to meet you. But that's enough out of me, let's get you back to the Battle Axis. Since Sex Bard was first introduced to the masses, magic and technology have come a long way. Now, from the minds that brought you the best in erotic entertainment, comes an all-new Biomagitech discovery, unlike anything you've had before. Introducing Lewd Food, carefully calibrated and magically manifested edible creations that will flood your senses with every pleasure known to man. Butts, kisses, danglers, ear bites. 
These delicious creations can take the form of a ham sandwich, a piece of candy, a can of beans, or even a slice of cheese. And that's the whole list. But who needs more? Each piece of lewd food is imbued and stewed with everything as crude, rude, and nude as you've ever viewed. Fingers. Lotion. Bungus. Chewing teeth. Tits. Handshakes. Now you can feed your tum-tum and your passion with all new lewd food from Sex Bard Industries. The leaders in erotic entertainment. Gus. Massage. Mouth stuff. Knuckle blast. Measuring tip. Compliments. Tapioca. Sex Bard. The flesh of Hamaliel peels away like a cocoon. The would-be goddess weeps as thick black sap pours from her eyes to patter against the cold stone of the cathedral floor. Her new form struggles to its feet, body racked with spasms, as she begins to sob. She opens her mouth to cry lament. Yet what erupts from her throat are not words or anguished wails, but thin black vines that wrap around her face. Her eyes snap to her son like those of a mindless predator. A wordless scream fills the room as the wings which once ferried fallen soldiers to safety burst into dark, oily flame. He just unzipped his mom. <laughs> when? That is Yavos's turn. Taking the prompt from my dear wet friend, I will enact the second half of this team maneuver, which will cost us four glory at the level we have. I've actually written down the rules to make sure that we're prepared. Hey. So I'm going to use a fourth level lightning bolt in conjunction with your lightning arrow. So you're going to be able to make the attack roll at plus four to hit. And if you hit, I'll let you roll the extra 3d4 damage that comes with that. And then I will cast my spell, which we will, she'll make a save with a higher DC. And that's how it works. Sick. All right. And my lightning arrow will do an additional 4d8 damage when it hits too. Uh, so the new form of mommy will need to make me a deck save versus my lightning bolt. With a higher DC thanks to the maneuver. Fortunately, Hal's prone on the ground in front of her right now, so it probably passes right over my head. <laughs> that is a nine. Okay, that's off by ten. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I'm targeting Wuxia's spear and letting it do the legwork for hitting her. Perfect. And I get you said I get an additional plus four to hit, too, right? Yes, that's right. Excellent. So go ahead and roll your hit before I roll my damage. Of course. With the additional plus four to hit, I get a 28 versus her AC. That hits. Fantastic. So Iavos, for just a moment, releases his daughter's hand and weaving his hands together, creates not a line of lightning, but a storm of thunder and crackling electricity, which he hurls outward that wraps around Wuxia's sea spear. Wrapping around the spear, it drags me up into the air like some sort of great kite as I angle it down toward her. And with the loudest shout that I can give that won't peak this microphone, I toss it toward her as hard as I can. A blast of concentrated lightning. Excellent. Excellent. And the damage? I have 29 with a lightning bolt. And I have 34 with lightning arrow. And that would be 63? I believe so. Okay. And if this matters, because I didn't think you were going to be unconscious for this, <laughs> lightning arrow explodes. Mm, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sounds important. So her and everything within 10 feet of her needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Halifon, you're going to automatically fail because you're unconscious, causing you to lose one deck save. Turnabout's fair play. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Holy shit, Wuxia's <laughs> revenge. <laughs> oh no, I hit my ally. <laughs> Angelo? I rolled a natural 20, and I have evasion. Brutal. Okay, yep. You just gently move out of the way, and it just doesn't have any effect on you. Any other effects? It's going to be five lightning damage to no one. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, technically to him, but yeah, sure. Since that was the action of my turn, do I still have my bonus action? Theoretically. Then in that case, daddy's taking a swing at big dark tree lady. <laughs> Come on, papa, chop true. He's good at chopping trees, canonically. <laughs> I thought that was a metaphor. I thought it was a crit, but that doesn't crit in fifth edition because it was a 19. So stay 28. That hits. Wonderful. Bad dad. I see you. Uh, 25 force damage from the father's blade. Beautiful. At the end of your turn, she raises her hand to Usha and casts her legendary action. Oh, no. Ruin. Oh. 
Uh-oh. I would like you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Oh, beans. Does a 13 pass? It does not. I didn't think so. You take 5d10 necrotic damage. <laughs> I'm ruined. This 5d10 necrotic damage lowers your hit point maximum by that amount. Jesus. Oh. This lasts until you finish a long rest. Oh. If your hit points are reduced to zero, your body and everything you're carrying are reduced to ash. They cannot be revived except by a wish spell. Good luck, everyone. 22. That is 31 damage. And your maximum hit points are reduced by 31. You've got more maximum hit point reduction than me now. Hey! (laughs) Oh! oh. That will make it Nelly's turn. A few moments pass, and before anyone realizes it, Nelly is kneeling next to Halifon. She places a hand on his chest. I cure wounds you for 29 hit points. Ooh. I'm conscious again. That's a big up. Yeah. Gold dragon. Gold dragon. Gold dragon. Gold dragon. Halifon. Halifon. Everyone knows Halifon. The halberd. The halo. The tactics. The brawn. His meteoric rises like the coming of the dawn. So fast and strong, it won't take long for Halifon to join the Hall of Legends if he stays the course he's on. Mmm. Hell yeah. Mmm. <laughs> Imagine waking up to a rap about yourself. <laughs> or about my dad, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> there was no mention of Junior. <laughs> they finished the whole thing with Junior. Yeah. <laughs> era, era Junior. Yeah, like the arm wrap thing. <laughs> Fucking Junior. I am done. <laughs> Beautiful. That brings us to Hal. Cool. But first, yeah. she is going to use a legendary action. All right. To use Ruin. On Nelly. Okay. I let go of your hand for a fucking second. (laughs) (laughs) I would like you to go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw. Fortunately, you're a sorcerer. And I think they have constitution charisma. They do. Bonus. As Hal is restored to consciousness, his eyes snap open. You feel a wave of radiant presence around him. You're inside my aura. You have an extra plus two to this saving throw. Hey, thank you. I got a 13, but I'm going to take a chance here. Okay. And I'm going to use my daily use of favored by the gods. Fair. I mean, I would. (laughs) Seems like a good time. Yep. That gives me an additional seven points, making it 20. That does succeed. Instead, you take half damage, and it doesn't reduce your maximum HP. Oh, thank God. (laughs) I'm very glad for that. (laughs) That is 30, cut in half for 15. Hal. Hal will get to his feet, staggering a little bit, badly injured from all of the damage that she's dealt to him. Hal will grip the halberd and look at the abomination that my mother has turned into during the time that my eyes were closed. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he'll say, you were always a bit of a shit mum. Now I can see you were rotten to your core. Say hi to dad for me. And I stab her. (laughs) Go ahead. I will reckless this attack uh, and rage is a bonus action. Attack the first with advantage. I'll take the 18 plus 9 is 27. That will hit. Attack the second if I need it. Total of 18 to hit? That is a hit. Okay, cool. All right, so both attacks will hit. Okay. I'll go ahead and smite with my first attack. Okay. Do I have three charges left? Mm -hmm. You should, yeah. Get bent, Mom. I'm going to spend all three to change the damage type so it's not radiant. Ah, very good. So she takes 11 points of slashing damage, halved to five. And an additional three points of psychic damage. Because I called her a shit mom. (laughs) There it is. There it is. Brain smite. She is not resistant to psychic damage. Great. All right. Is she still up? She is. I'll go ahead and and roll my second attack damage now. Also dumping a first level spell into it. Okay. So second strike is 21. Mm -hmm. Which becomes 23 because of rage, which I forgot about halved to 11 
and she would take one extra point of damage too from my rage from last round, which I forgot to add. So she takes 12 points of damage. And that's the most juice that I can juice. She has two health remaining. I don't have any bonus action. Well, no, I bonus to rage. So I'm, I'm out. Okay. At the end of your turn, she uses her final legendary action to cast Ruin. On? You. Okay. Because I could attack of opportunity if it was anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I would like you to go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. All right. You have a bardic inspiration. Oh, I do. I forgot to tell you. It's a D6 and it sucks now. So, D20 plus 5. I rolled a 13. Plus 5 is 18. I'm not going to chance it, though. I'm just going to spend the bardic inspiration die. Because I have to declare that before. So, 22 total. You succeed. Woo! I take half of... 19. Is that already halved? That, that was not halved, so it should only be 9. Cool. I still have 20 hit points. <laughs> so, that ends my turn... Yeah. It is Wuxia's turn. Yeah. Nearly wrecked and ruined himself, Wuxia is stooped at the shoulders and breathing hard. He drops his shield, and it hits the ground with the weight of the earth. As he busts out his second spear, he looks up at what was once Hamaliel and says, You don't get to kill him. I've come this far, and I do. I'm going to make three thrown spear attacks against her. First one's probably not going to hit with a 12 versus her AC. Not it. The second one, however, is going to be a 25 versus her AC. That's going to hit. Six damage to her. That's divided in half. It would have been impossible for you to not deal enough damage to take her out. I had a feeling. Tired and withered as he is, the first spear falls short as he drags it back on his chain and breathes hard. Throwing it with all of his might, it runs directly through her chest, breaking through her wood-like flesh in a burst of this sap that she's leaking. He wraps his fist around the chain and tugs hard, ripping free whatever is left of a heart inside of her chest. A golden seed comes free. Wusha pulls the spear back to himself and plucks the seed off of the end. Looking at Hal, he holds it up to him and says, This this is mine. Tucks it into his pocket. Interesting. As Hamaliel falls, her wooden body bursts into oily flame. And so too does the darkwood heart tree. The smoke is thick and noxious, driving all of you into the open field. As the overcast skies begin to clear, and golden rays of light peek through the gaps. Standing in front of the burning church, Hal reaches up, detaches a pauldron, throws the darkwood armor into the fire, removes another, unclips his breastplate, slowly removing every piece of the armor that made him a general in a war he never should have been fighting. He turns in plain clothes, looks at Gaspar, looks at the knife in Hona's hand, and says, do what you have to do. It's over. She's dead. I'm... I'm so sorry. Don't be. Some godling oopsie to scoot a baby batter into my mom's oven. That don't make her no father, mommy. And no amount of bedtime tuck-ins or cream of gummy bear casseroles would have made me a better person. True enough. I'm surprised you're taking this so well. Rest, I've spent most of my life coping. At a certain point, it stops being make-believe. Besides, now I'm an orphan. How cool is that? Oh, boy. I sure hope that's not as bad as it sounded. Look, there's a reason I've never been able to hack it as a hack and slasher. Hero types need tragic backstories. Now I've got one. I'm just like all those ancient myths. Born to a god-style mama pop. Raised by a stank-nasty donk wizard. Orphaned in his ripening adulthood. Destined for greatness. Dirkiest Bradicles. Coming to a theater near you. Maybe you should get some sleep. You're stupider than usual. I could stand a snore from both ends. Besides, these prison beds have some cushy linens. Mine feels like a wet rabbit. This isn't prison, Dirk. We're just in holding until the anti-heroes clear our homes for re-entry. Your father, may he rot in the howling void for all eternity, 
is exactly the kind of man who would set up a dead man's switch. You're not wrong. One time I ran away to live in the woods after I peed his rug, so instead of coming to find me to tell me he wasn't mad, he introduced blood-hungry wasps into the ecosystem. Guess he was figuring I'd come home after my first dozen stings. Did you? <laughs> nope. Joke was on him. Bees may have tasted like big ouchies, but their spicy meat honey was delicious. Took him seven years to balance out the environment. And I got to keep the rug. What a terrible story. <sighs> Maybe. <sighs> but it got me all tuckered out. Rusty, will you high-five me to sleep? No, Dirk. Not again. Last time it took you an hour and a half. Besides, your palms are still bruised. Worth it. Go to bed. Night, Pop. <sighs> I stab Wusha. <laughs> <laughs> No one saw that coming. The ultimate betrayal. I, I literally, he would have said I'd stab myself, but he already did that yeah. once. Yeah. So he's <laughs> he's working his way through it. the party. He stabs Iavos, yeah. actually. Oh, That's, oh, yeah, you know. there we, go. we got little gifts to share here. Yeah. They're all <laughs> knives. God damn. Yeah. God damn. I have never been so brutalized in a fight in LUQ yet. This was fucking rough. Honestly, she didn't last as long as I thought she would. That, that second half of health just kind of just walked through it. Just fucking walk through it. Go say, it's like there was some big explosion that happened near the beginning. <laughs> right, right. Y'all did burn a lot of glory for this one, though. Like, I mean, every spell above level three I have spent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, dog. I think I have one first level. <laughs> I think I have one first level spell left, and that's it. So I, I was guess, like, she's like a warrior angel. Surely she's going to charge the wizard, and then the dog will save the day. Nope. You hear a distant woof inside of the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> He can't take damage. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I have a lot of spell slots, but I was out of sixes and fives. I was down to fours. And, you know, all of that healing was necessary. Mm. And that's pretty cool. That doesn't happen that often. So there's one thing I hate about myself right now. And that is the fact that uh, when I first started this ch- season, I-, I made a promise that I was never going to do the thing where I spread out the damage among the team. I was always going to play my smart characters smart. I have not held to that. If she wanted to, she could have just wiped you out one by one. And there was, there was like, yeah. But I was like, okay, it's too much targeted damage. It would just be so unreasonably unfair for me to just be like, all right, you six attacks in a row and then a bunch of other shit. Like, I would raise that you tried that to Wusha during one turn and you missed every single attack against him, which was Tech, wild. Actually, no, because if I was playing a smart character, he, she would have killed him first, then killed you. I right. mean, you're, you're right. Yeah, you're like, right. Yeah. But you still like just dumped a bunch of attacks yes. into Wusha and they yes. made Sub- suboptimal decision. I thought she was going for a thing where it's like, I'm going to just deal you a bunch and then cut your hit points in half with my curse thing and you'll yeah. die instantly yeah. and turn to dust. Oh, that was still fucking brutal though yeah oh god i was waiting to be able to use ruin and i'm like i can't use ruin until they get halfway through health and it took forever to get to half halfway and then once i got there y'all just did too much damage and i'm like come on i wanted to ruin some lives i've been excited to recast faithful hound but i'm never not casting bless again yeah (laughs) no that is (laughs) i think it's always a bless to open and that's just and that's just the fucking that's the luq way that's just how we always done it and got a bless a lot of saving throws yeah yeah. Fuck. Let's hear some favorite moments, starting with Law. I mean, I love two-phase fights where it's like one thing and then like the real thing explodes outward. I, maybe it's just an overactive, graphically violent imagination. <laughs> but yeah, like a giant black, viney, necrotic angel. Pretty pretty far up my alley of cool aesthetic. Oh man, I <laughs> forgot to take a bite out of it this season. What? Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Eat angels. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he still has this, the dark wood seed. Yeah, he can kick ass but, yeah. and chew angels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's absolutely no consequence from eating a dark wood seed. No, I, I guarantee you're fine. Yeah. I just have to fire roast it first, right? <laughs> Don't flush it down the toilet either. Yeah. <laughs> God. It will ruin your pipe. It'll just let's, grow let's into a sewer angel. The contractors <laughs> will fucking kill you. Yeah. Landlords hate him. Find out why. <laughs> But that was my, I mean, just like cinematically describing, like picturing the, the Darkwood Angel. That was probably my favorite little me moment. Mm. 
Don't make me choose. I actually know mine this time. It doesn't happen often. I just liked getting to fight as all five of us again. Aww. That was my, that's my cop out. Like seeing Hal in action is always fun because it, it makes you remember what makes Hal Hal. Mm-hmm. 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 On the, on the note of seeing Hal in action, it was fun to actually get to use the giving disadvantage to attacks against my allies and, and like some of those abilities actually coming into play. Yeah. Because they don't always. And so that was fun. And then I liked the aura giving Penny a boost on her that save. Was so juicy. Because that's one of my new mm-hmm. abilities that I got between my last appearance and now, but my favorite moment, what I was going to say, was actually the fact that the one person who went out of their way to actually help Hal and heal him is the one person who has no personal history with him. Yes. Because she was born as a baby. Everybody else has baggage, and she's only ever heard about this person. Yeah. She doesn't have that history. So I thought that was kind of a cool story moment of like, he wasn't a bad guy, I don't uh, it, think. Just to be real here, yeah. he did just use three favorite moments. So if anybody else yeah, yeah, had yeah. any of those three, fuck you. <laughs> There's a lot He's of He's making up for lost one. favorite moments yeah. from the no, past I was, I was, I was. The first one was going off Dana's. It was nice getting to use no, my abilities. Sure. But my actual favorite moment was the fact that Penny was the one who healed Hal. I had two. Uh, it was that Penny was he- healed Hal yeah. and that Hal immediately gave a saving uh, throw boost. So I'll think of another one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give it to the only reason that this that, that we fucking succeeded, and we don't get to see it very often. Our mascot dog brought us so much luck and so much goodness. <laughs> I'm so excited to walk him later. <laughs> Faithful hound in the corner. I just sat there, wagging its tail. We couldn't see it, but we knew it. To be fair, since it can't move, really, you walk yourself around the dog. Yeah. yeah. No, that's just, I always tell Penny it's there. It gives her a leash. It's just kind of a couch potato. It's actually uh, one of those one of those invisible dog leashes. Oh, and Jesus. He just, <laughs> flawless. My my real favorite moment is fucking Gaspar's gut wrencher against the fucking angel. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. Mm, that and fucking, like unpeeling it like a banana yeah, to turn out yeah. the new form. Evil banana. When How you that, open a banana and it's just all black. <laughs> it's all oh, brown so and black. All, just the, the visual of him jumping into like I ass, I don't know who this character is, but like a once former ally of hers mm-hmm. or or something. Fucking jumping for this knife that he tried so hard to use, getting to rip down on that, having that lead into the next, like, the next big phase of the fight was so dramatic and so fucking cool. He has always wanted to use that knife. And he did, to great effect. Look at him. Oh, yeah. I was so close. (laughs) Um, My favorite moment is probably the combo move. That was probably one of our most successful combo mm-hmm. moves. That, that went off. <laughs> it, it, was, it only had two people. <laughs> the, it, it's real hard to coordinate more than two people yeah. in all aspects of life. Sound, you know, But the, it was nice and lightning. What, what was that? The heart, the heart of the storm? The, uh, what would you call the that? Storm at sea. Storm at sea. Very good. Look, the... The real last part is passing the harpoon off to Gaspard to add sneak attack damage to it. That's true. That's that it. wasn't the old man in the sea. That, no. uh, I do <laughs> like that, though. That was a good joke from before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's when he slides inside me and uses me like a big oh. robot. Guy Alvos? <laughs> Jesus. You fucking right. me. Another ghost? <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of worse words. <laughs> I'm like struggling to think of a worse set of words you could have chosen for that sentence. And I just, I'm, coming up, I'm coming up dry. It's okay. I'll keep going down. I also just said I'm coming up dry. I realized the mistake. <laughs> just, just dust. Just poofs of dust. Grandpa climbs into the kelp neck. <laughs> Get in the range here, Sinji. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm jerking myself off because this is now like three in a row. I think where my favorite moment was something of mine. But uh, honestly, the fact that I fucking bought, built, painted, oh, and got this so got this dope. mini fieldable over in one hour. That is really that impressed. Is wild. It, also, the fact that she matches, she literally looks like Hal. Yeah. She literally oh, yeah, fucking somebody, looks like Hal. Somebody passed me the mini. I haven't seen it up close it's yet. Insane. After yeah, the episode like drops, I'm gonna, I'll put the pictures in bonus content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we saw that mini last episode, Zach. It's also, <laughs> it's not like a Dana Rush job. Like, this this thing is, is big and has details and, like, multiple colors. Yeah. I just do big monsters that I can do, like, three colors on. Yeah, but your big monsters are cool. Admittedly, we did cool. see the, we did see the mini in the last episode, so I will say my other favorite moment is the fact that Hal 
almost brought her to nothing. And the fact that Wuxia yeah. robbed the kill. I fucking, <laughs> like, the idea that a kill steal was your ultimate revenge is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got real, real worried for a second because I forgot Wuxia was after me in the initiative because I thought she was, I thought Hal was second to last and I was like, man, she's got two hit points left and her turn is next. She's going to end me with six attacks yeah. and that's going to be curtains for Hal. And then I was like, Oh my God, wait, no, Wuxia gets to act after Hal before mom. I was yeah. I was seriously toying with the concept of- Drinking like, a potion and watching what happens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Killing her with one blow and then doing the next two against you. Oh, nice. And seeing how that wrapped up. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I would it. have loved and hated that. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I, I would have taken it. I would have been like, yep, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that would be the full embracing of- of some stuff that we talked about oh, that would not be oh, okay. And then and then as he like slowly blacks out, you're like, oh, he didn't kill you. You just failed to live. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll get there. Also, can I just say, uh, uh, favorite, favorite fucking dumbass thing I've ever heard in my entire life is Hal saying, I didn't kill you. I just put you unconscious. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I knocked him out. He he decided to fight me. That was his choice. I knocked him out no, and you, then moved no, on. Hoving, he you. was unstable. When you put somebody unstable and they die, you killed them. Yeah, also, thank you for You don't so knock much. someone out with a halberd either. You, yeah. <laughs> you leave them bleeding. Thank you so much for giving me the the opportunity to make the medieval version of guns don't kill people, bullets do yeah. joke. Yeah, I, that's yeah. very good. That's very good. <laughs> this map fucking slaps. I so love it good. to death. Three. Uh, Thank you. Uh, probably one of my favorites. Getting better and faster at this stuff, like crazy fast. Crazy fast. Like she, I think she put this out in like eight hours, which is a lot for the level of detail. And like she's getting so many new skills and all this other. It's just, it's brilliant. You know, and again, like I know combat stuff sucks for uh, Sam. So thank you so much, Sam, for all your, all your all your hard work. Thank you again, Michael, for for coming on in. We'll see how the conversation goes next month. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sweating. I'm sweating. But until next month, we wish you luck. Yeah.